Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But then you went and said, you're going to win the league, mate. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I'm not. I, I do like him, but I don't think he's like your best player. I think you've got better players. Every team has, has like a key player, don't they? And and, and Powell's one of ours, so he... But I, I, can, I can let you say it because I know <laughs> you watch Forest. I know you know our players. I think we'll probably win. I think that's not being disrespectful, that's just... Shut okay. up, man. Don't no, think I didn't just... see your preview. 3-0, Welcome to another match preview for Aston Villa against Nottingham Forest. Please don't forget, as always, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, and you've only got until this evening to get your tickets for the Sign Frame Danilo show, which looks a bit like mine. The link is in the description down below. And we can't do it with anyone else other than my buddy Luke from <laughs> UTV Up the Villa podcast. The link is in the title and in the description. Make sure you go and subscribe to his channel because honestly if you guys think i'm geeky with stats you should see luke man you love your stats don't you luke yeah to be fair i do like stats but obviously we both sort of partnered with sofa score so it'd be hard not to really best app in the world guys get that <laughs> downloaded get that downloaded it's got to be done the links in the description as well but how, how are you Luke? it don't feel that long ago to be honest that we kicked your asses at the city grounds you've been keeping well since then mate yeah, we're still sort of at the top end of the table, so mm -hmm. we're still still doing all right. Yeah, but you're like I got <laughs> so much stick last season, right? When I predicted Forest would finish fourth, right? And uh our mate James, James Allcott, he was laughing, and when I saw him at the FCAs, he was still laughing at me then, yeah. But then you yeah. went and said you're gonna win the league, mate. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, you we did. No, we had to do head and heart predictions. Yeah. Right? So obviously yeah. your head says something lower than what you think. So your heart says something that you want to happen. So when we have, we, I think we were like third at the time in the league. So right. I said, I said we'll win the league and we were there. We were like just after Christmas time. So, you know, I couldn't pick nothing else. Could I? So go on, mate. What's your heart saying now? Top four. We'll, I think we'll finish. Four. Oh, that's come down towards your head. Well, up towards <laughs> your head. <I> guess. <laughs> no, but I was like, yes, that's going to get the attention off me this year on James's video. <laughs> oh, and no. he, he was right. What you said about your haircut, mate. Pristine every time. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mate, Um, since we played you, uh, I mean, should we talk about the game first? Because you were showing me a lot of chess that day. And I was kind of mm -hmm. agreeing with you a bit because it was under Cooper there. But that was probably the worst I've seen you lot perform pretty mm. much all season. 
Like, I know as we're taking the piss after about the high line and everything and how it played into Cooper's hands. But was that a bit of a, a wake-up call for you guys? Was it a bit of a reality check? Because you could have gone top after that game, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um, it was a frustrating game for, for us because I think we obviously tried to control the game, but we just had no end quality on anything that we did like we'd we'd get to the byline and it'd be an overhit cross and yeah. it was just really really frustrating martinez made that mistake and yeah it was it was just it was just really frustrating to watch because we knew where you could exploit us and that's where you exploited us and um you know cooper did his normal job of sitting a bit deeper and just blocking us out and we we just we had no answers for it really. So I probably would agree it's probably one of the most disappointing performances that, that yeah, we I'd have. Probably had say this naive. Season. Naive would have been the mm. right word. Because you were saying how Emery always does his homework, figures it out and everything. But it kind of felt to me like he was like, if we play our normal game, we should still win. And then we got in behind with the pace, got the goal. And like you said, that mistake by Martinez is an absolute clangor against Mangala of all people. Um, but yeah, we were happy with those three points, but it, it's changed a bit because that bulletproofness kind of looking at, oh, am I still there? Um, that bulletproofness at Villa Park, it's been a little bit, you know, um, penetrated as of late. You haven't won in the last three, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Has that aura gone a little, or is there a bit of nervousness now we're getting towards the um, business end of the season, or do you just think it's a minor blip? Um, I think every team has had a dip in form. You know, you look at Spurs, mm. they had one when Madison was out. They're, they're having a little one now. City had one around Christmas time. Arsenal had one. And, and we yeah. started to get as sort of at the back end of December when, you know, we'd beat Arsenal at home. We'd beat City at home. We could have gone top at Christmas if we'd have beat Sheffield and we drew, we drew that game. Lost to United. Mm. Beat Burnley. And then the form started to just dip a little bit. So, yeah, it was. We, we've I think we've come out of that blip now, um, and we just had some disappointing games at home, like Newcastle. We we were terrible against Newcastle. Then we yeah. had Chelsea in the cup. We weren't much better. Uh, United, our last home game. I don't know how we didn't win. Like, Mate, we, honestly, we, we absolutely battered them. Day. Yeah, so that one we played well, you know, and our, our last three games we've, we've played pretty well. We've smashed Sheffield 5-0. I think we should have beat United and then we beat Fulham at the weekend. So it feels like it's slowly, like, getting better again now. So, um, but then we've had, you know, a couple more injuries, like Kamara's done his ACL. So mm. that's three players now. Buendia, Mings and Kamara all done their ACL. Carlos is out. Cons is out. So... He's sort of having to like scrap around with players at the back a little bit, and you yeah. know, I think you you know that you know in football you need to have a, a solid back four that's playing every week, and if you're chopping and changing, and you know against Fulham at the weekend he played power and long lay, and it, it looked really good. So um, yeah, I just think it's tough, isn't it? Premier League difficult. Like you go yeah. through these little spells and stuff, and you got to. Get you got to sort of squash that spell as quickly as you can, and and then move on. Because what's interesting? Because McGinn was playing out wide when you played against us, and I think he's moved him into the middle now, almost to cover that hole. As you said, Kamara's out, um, and I do rate Kamara. 
um, a lot. I like him. I think he's a little small, but I think he does his his job well. Um, so is it almost turning into like a double pivot now um, with him and Louise rather than a straight out six that you've got in there? With Kamara, yeah, is that so kind it, of a tactical change? Well, it well it was it was a double pivot anyway, um, yeah. with Kamara and Louise, and then Kamara was sort of dropping deeper and covering the right back, so he was sort yeah. of screening our right back. So McGinney's now yeah, super vert, he could play anywhere. So yeah, now McGinney's doing that role that Kamara was doing. So and he played it pretty well at, at the weekend. So yeah, McGinn's just now shifted a little bit deeper. So it's McGinn's role now. McGinn's sort of took up Kamara's role. Yeah. And then the guy I wish wasn't back was Paul Torres. I, I really like him. He's a proper ball-playing centre-back. And uh, he, I thought he had a really good game against Fulham. And a lot of your kind of play almost started with him, I'd say. He's kind of almost quarterbacking it in a way for me. But is that is that a big return for you? Because I know, like you said, you got a few more centre-back injuries. But him coming back is definitely a positive for Villa, isn't it? Yeah, like massive. You know, like he, every team has has like a key player, don't they? And mm. and and Powell's one of ours, so he, he never played at Boxing Day United, and then we had that bad run of form, and then he came back in against Fulham, and it's just crucial to how we play. You know, we play out from the back. You know, he, he fizzes balls into Ramsey. He's, very progressive. He, he steps out from defence with the ball. He can take players out of the game with his, you know, coming into midfield, etc. So, Powell's like one of our most important players and, and just gets Villa ticking, basically. Yeah. And it, the ones where I think you've been a bit weak, and this is me just as an outsider looking in, and I love him. He's ex-Forest boy. Yeah, Matty Cash, for me, is a bit a bit hit and miss this season, mm -hmm. a little bit. I know how you said, like, Kamara would come in and drop and cover him. But um, I know you got a lot of sticking against Spurs as well when he took out Benton Court. So, <laughs> can't wait. You're playing them soon. I'm looking forward to that reception. <laughs> but is that the same? And a bit like uh, Moreno, who was linked heavily with Forrest as well. I think he's been decent, but maybe not perfect. Are your fullbacks a bit of a concern, or am I kind of paddling down the... Um, no, no I'd say that's... Pretty fair, I think, in the grand scheme of things, we've been playing concert right back. So we've been yeah. playing with three centre-halves and, and a left-back. So it would be, say, Pau, Carlos and, and Conza. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is with Cash is that he... He's, I'd say in the last two games, I've been very happy with his performance. I think he's yeah. defensively been better. Tactically, he's been switched on. He's not as attacking. He's staying sort of at home more, yeah, which is yeah. what Conza does. So when he does that, I can't criticise him at all. I think at times when he goes forward, he, it's a little bit sort of like he'll get in the areas, but you you sort of, there's the quality and then product sometimes isn't there. And I think that's partly why I think he gets criticism. So um, I think, you know, Conza's better there than Cash. But I think Cash has been bet well, been good in the last two games. So I think if Cash plays like he has in the last two games, then I don't think any any Villa fan would would criticise him at how he's playing. But I, I do get what you mean. I think sometimes mm. this season he's been a bit bit hit and miss, really. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. He, he can end up kind of um, in front of the ball a bit too much. Like I say, he gets quite attacking, leaves that gap. We yeah. saw a bit of that when when we played against you. Do you reckon it's an area you might look to strengthen in the summer? It's all yes, concert, so we've already fixed. signed um, 
a 18 year old right back, uh, Nedeljkovic. Ah, yeah. So he's like apparently one of the most Europe sought after young right backs. So we've signed him. He's on loan still now. Uh, but, you know, I think we've signed him with a view that he'll be involved with the squad next season and try and make his stake into the, to the match day squad. Yeah. And then looking at your attack, I got a couple of questions, right? I said before the season started that um, Diaby was going to be player of the season. I, I love that player. I think he's quality, but he's had a bit of dip before. He's not getting picked at the moment, is he? You're kind of using Bailey ahead of him. And weirdly enough, Tillerman, Tillerman I can never say his name, um, <laughs> in that weird false tennis position. But what's happened to Diaby? Like, has he not settled in or do you think he still needs more time? Because he started really hot towards the start of the season for me. Yeah, I think I think Emery's he's like a professor, like and it, and and you've got to really grasp what he wants you to do. And I and I think at times Diaby's been playing in that sort of Tielemans role, so he's sort mm. of he's a he's a sort of shadow striker, drops makes up a box midfield, play with your back to goal quite a lot. And I don't think that's Diaby. Diaby's mm. better when he's front on at goal. Like Bailey, pace, yeah. direct, link up, one touch, two touch, give and go. Um, so he's not really been playing in sort of like the Villa Bailey role. Um, mm. But like you, I've, you know, he's a fantastic player. We've we've seen enough of him so far to see glimpses of what he can do. But I think it's just one of them. It's like sometimes you'll sign a player and next season he'll, he'll probably absolutely yeah. tear it up. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's just different options what we've got really. I think... Um, you know, when he comes on, he, he he looks a threat pretty much all the time. But I think, um, yeah, that sh shadow striker role, I think he's not really sort of like made that position his own. And then partly, I think it's not his position, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, no, um, yeah, I agree. I think I think that's where we're at with Diaby, really. It's a good headache to have, mate. I'm not going to lie. You, you know, you're worried about being fourth. You got Diaby, <laughs> who can't quite get into your team. Yeah. Thinking back to where you were, you know, 12, 18 months ago. It's not bad. It's not bad. You lot can't complain too much. I'm sure you've got a few niggles that you like to complain about. But overall, I assume the mood in the Villa camp is, if we can get top, well, the fan base camp is that if we can get top four, what a season. Is that kind of yeah, the target Yeah, definitely. Now? I mean, just for even off-field stuff, you know, I mean, I'm oh, sure we'll get into what's going on with you guys. But, mm -hmm. you know, football now is not just about what's happening on the pitch. It's what happens off it is, is huge because if you don't bring enough money in off the pitch, then on the pitch, like, you can't sign enough players. So I think yeah. for Villa to get top four with the revenue and Champions League and all this, it, it's huge, really. So I think the fan base know how you know, what an opportunity we've got that while we're sitting in fourth, we've got to try and do everything we can to try and get in there, basically. And, yeah, I mean, like, you got, you know, I don't think Sky or anyone really look further down the table than fourth place anyway, do they? So mm. um, even now, like, the media sort of, like, just discourage us, don't give us no credit. It's all about like United and now sort of banging form. It's Villas to to bottle basically. And it's yeah. like, come on, like there's more to football than just them teams. And yeah, so, yeah, it, it kind of gives you that as a fan, that added sort of like, oh, I want us to do it just so we can like shut them up basically as well. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I think the fan base are happy, and and yeah, we just gotta just embrace it. Yeah, I, I do want you to get top four because I like it when it disrupts that big six. I quite liked Newcastle getting into it last year and what have you. It annoys, you know, the likes of Sky, except TNT and all that. But um, let's let's jump down to the other end of the table, mate, right? What, what have you made? Because one thing that stood out to me when we last spoke was you were one of the first opposition YouTubers I spoke to that was calling out that Cooper wasn't good enough. And I was like, this guy knows his stuff, right? <laughs> what have you made of Nuno so far? From what you've seen, obviously you're not going to be watching it minute in, minute out mm. with it being Forest. But um, from what you've seen so far under Nuno, what have your thoughts been on the, the new Forest era? Yeah, I think it's exciting for, for your fan base to, to have a change and a, and a different direction. I don't know what he did to Chris Wood when you smashed Newcastle. <laughs> I have no idea. I couldn't I believe what it. I was watching. So, yeah, that, that impressed me a lot. I thought you were great that day. And, I, you know, I do watch your games. And I think you run that you've been on. I think you've been a bit unlucky recently. You, you've played well. Um, on our preview, I said that you sort of like in it, the new manager transition where things are going well, there's good ideas. You, you're starting to see what you can look like, but at times yeah. there's probably like little teething problems here and there. Um, but I think I like him. Like, I liked him when he was at Wolves. I, you know, he, mm. he smashed it at Wolves and he's attacking. He, he, he doesn't play boring football. And yeah, I think that, you know, the, the problem you've got is that, you, you know, you near the bottom end. So, sort of like everything intensifies, doesn't it? Like if you lose a game, it's kind of like, God, like what have they done behind us? So yeah. I think you're in that mould as well. But, you know, I thought against West Ham, you know, we were talking before that game and I was like, you'll be fine. And you were fine and you smashed it basically. So, yeah, I think the early signs are really good and I think it's exciting to see what direction, you know, and where where he can take you really. Uh, under Nuno, any players stood out for you from what you've seen? You know the one I like anyway. So, you know I like Morgan Gibson. Mate, he's class. I he's know so he is. Good. I know he, but I, I, can, I can let you say it because I know <laughs> you watch Forest. I know you know our players. Whereas, like, if I'm speaking to something, it's like, oh, Morgan Gibson. So go on, go on. Say what, say yeah, what you I, need I, to about our boy. Yeah, I like Morgan Gibson. I think he's really good. I think he's he's got that sort of, that sort of passing range now, I think, where... The, the the sort of power he puts on a pass is really well timed, and I think when he gets the ball, you, you sort of expect something to happen. And you know mm. when he's driving forward, he's really good. I think. Sorry, I think um, because while you're doing your buttons thing, yeah, I think. Uh, sorry, yeah, I yeah. Think just, just on Morgan Gibbs, like what you said, I saw one of your videos the other day where you were talking about you almost liking him to a bit of Grealish when he was mm -hmm. at Villa. And I, I, I was like, you know what? He's got something there. There, there is some similarities. Obviously, yeah. Grealish was kind of wider, but I could see that as well. And I thought there is elements of it. We're not, you're not saying, nor am I, that they're the exact same player. But there are elements, especially in the passing range and things like that. So, well, well played. I thought you were spot on when you said that. Yeah, no, I, I, I just think he's really, really good. He, he, you know, I think if he's ticking, then then you're ticking as a team. Alanga. Been impressed with him. I think he, he's yeah. a threat. Hudson Adoy is looking pretty decent. You know, he's not yeah. as consistent as what you'd probably want him to be, but you know what he's he's got in his locker. Um, Dominguez, really solid, really good player. Um, 
yeah, I just think you've got some really good players out of probably about 600 players. But, you know, you've got some good players there. Striker-wise, you know, he's, he's a threat in he? He's He totally, leads yeah. the line really, really well, can finish well. Um, so, yeah. You're going to ignore players. the elephant in the room. You're going to ignore Ooh, the elephant in the room. Murillo. Yeah. What did I say to you? The other day. No, 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 I know this. I know this. Uh, you, you're ignoring it on purpose now. <laughs> I'm not. I, I do like him, but I don't think he's like your best player. I think you've got better players than Murillo. Look, right. Well, I was with, well, who do we play? I was with West Ham, right? So I was with Nicky from West Ham Fan TV. And I said to him, Murillo, he's like, who? And I'm like, you go into the game. He's like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to speak to you after the game. And we'll talk specifically about Murillo. He rings me up after the game. I didn't have to say anything. He was just like, yeah, you're right. He goes, I can see him replace, replacing Virgil van Dijk at Liverpool. He goes, he's got like Saliba-ness to him. I was like, I told you. I t-. So I'm going to put the same <laughs> thing to you, Luke. After right, yeah. the game, right? Keep an eye on Murillo. And t- I shouldn't be hyping him up, right? Because all the people... But, no, because you know what's going to happen. You're just going to see Watkins blast past him and no that's chance. what you're going to see now. That's not <laughs> what I'm worried about, right? We are kind of <laughs> beginning to get an agreement amongst Forest fan base that we've got to tell everyone he's crap, right? So no one tries to buy him. Yeah? <laughs> Trust me, he's better than your pal Torres. He's better than your crappy... Oh, oh come man. on. Trust come me, on. man. Trust me. Chat, tell me if I'm right or wrong in the comments down below. Who's the better defender? Yeah, but yeah, watch him on Saturday and see what you reckon. Number forty, you'll you'll okay. know him. You'll know him after that. Yeah, okay. Well, I just had to get that out. I got to defend my boy. <laughs> but uh, okay, so Nuno, decent record against Villa. I think he's played eight, one four, drawn one, and lost three, if I remember rightly. So he's given you guys a few problems. I don't think he's going to play as deep as Cooper did. But where we're really good at the moment is like the lightning counterattacks. So I think we'll probably will give you the ball. But how, how do you see this one playing out on Saturday? And how much chest are you going to show this time, mate? Because you were cocky last time, mate. <laughs> cocky um, last time. I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, I think but... because we've lost, <laughs> but because we've lost our last three at home. Yeah. You know, that run's not going to keep going forever, is it? You know, those runs mm. don't last forever. Mm. Um, and I'm just thinking how we play. Like, I think we we, we try and control the game. So, obviously, your big threat's going to be we're controlling the game. You try and hit us on the counter, on that transition, wide players, quickly getting up the pitch. So, that's a massive, massive threat for you guys against us. Um, but I think if we... If we control the game as we as we how we have been playing this season, uh, then I think if we have a lot of the ball, um, I think we'll probably win. I think that's not being disrespectful. That's just shut I, up, man. Don't no, think I just, didn't see your preview three nil, three nil, three nil. All three of you, right? Are you no, coming but, here trying to be humble? <laughs> no, I'm I'm being I'm just being honest. Like like we you know like. It's hard for me to say like we're gonna we're gonna lose at home or we're gonna play really poorly because we've got yeah. like a style and an identity on how we play and if we implement that style against you guys at, at our place, then I, I think we can win. You know, we've got Watkins bagging goals for fun. You know, 
Bailey's in form. Pau Torres is back. So I do think it's going to be a difficult game. Like if we if we're loose with the ball and you catch us, then you know you're going to hurt us like what Newcastle did with with Gordon, etc. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say we're not I'm not going to say we're not going to win because that'd be I'd be I'd be lying basically. I'd be insulted if you didn't <laughs> think you were going to win. <laughs> All right, but let, <laughs> let listen. One more question, right? Because yeah. I know all the Forest fans want to know this. You tried to meme me about the 600 players. I'm going to meme you back with your high <laughs> line. Has Emery learnt his lesson? I know you keep going on about how well people are over-exaggerating the high line and stuff, yeah? But I think it screwed you against us. I think it screwed mm -hmm. you at Man U at Old Trafford, definitely. Mm -hmm. Has he learnt his lesson or can we expect that high line on Saturday? See, right. The high line from Villa fans is called an offside trap, right? Okay. So it's an offside trap, right? So yeah. basically how it works really well is if the midfielders are pressing you guys. So if the midfielders and the striker press you guys, it stops that ball being able to play over the top. Mm. When we get that press horribly wrong and teams just start launching balls over the top for fun, then we start having problems. So against Man United, we were just we'd lost our way with it. Um, so if it all comes together properly, then it's not as bad. So when I say like Villa control the game, like we control our shape so that if we do get countered, it's not as easy for you guys to just like long ball running behind and, and you mm. sort of free. So the I would say that high line hasn't been as high recently. I think it's been a bit deeper um yeah. but that's just how he plays like he'll he'll just keep doing it he'll just keep doing it because that's the way he sort of wants us to play so um yeah that's all right but secretly really. secretly would you like to see it drop like four or five yards or are you okay no, with it no i'm all right with it yeah because i'm like i say like if if it if the players are pressing properly how he wants them to press then You'll be off. You'll get. You'll be offside loads of yeah, times. You can't be offside you know. in your own half, Luke. Man, half the time that, at the I know, city ground, all your players were in our half. <laughs> I know, but that's where. It, that's when it went wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like it went wrong there. Went wrong against United. But generally, you know, we we catching players offside for fun. And and what Emery does is that I think the reason why he does it as well is he, he uses the technology to his advantage. Yeah. Because he knows if you go over the top and score, there's a chance that it's probably going to be that minuscule that you're probably going to be called offside and that's what's happened so many times this season like you're just offside so I think he uses the technology to his advantage that's why I think he does it yeah, right. I think that gives me a little more optimism I thought he would have learned I thought he would have learned no but... he'll keep he'll keep doing it Okay, that, that pleases me. That pleases me. Guys, in the comments, does that please you or not? Let us know down <laughs> below. Luke, it's been a pleasure, mate. As always, we could just babble on for hours. <laughs> Guys, go and subscribe to UTV. The link is in the title, as always. We're going to be doing a preview as well over on Luke's channel, where I'll be telling him why Forest are going to be him. So make sure you go check <laughs> that out as well. Hit that subscribe like as well what else do we have to tell them to do oh yeah sofa score sofa score best app in the world make sure you download <laughs> that as well we'll see you on the next video come on you reds
Social Podcast Network.